We're unmuted, so we're good to go. We're ready to go. We are ready to go. Uh, this is John Albanian, Chair of Parks and Rec um, Board, Advisory Board, and I would like to call the meeting to order. Roger, do uh, you want to uh, make your comment? Oh, yes, that's right. I don't really have it. Well, this is a hybrid meeting. I'll try to do something from memory. Frankly, I forgot. That's what I should have been frantically running for. Uh, this is a hybrid meeting, so we do have people on Zoom and in the room. Um, if you are on Zoom, we ask that those participants that are part of the board be on camera, those that aren't. But if you want to, at the point when you get called on to speak, to turn on your Zoom um, and we'll let you speak at that point. Um, we do have the, the rule that if uh, you are become a distraction, uh, we can mute you and also turn off your video um, if it becomes a distraction within the meeting. Um, with that, I'll turn it back over to you, John. Okay. Our uh, our first agenda item is the uh, approval of the minutes from November 13th uh, meeting. Are there any uh, anyone have any issues with the uh, with the with the minutes? Yeah. I have one question. Sure. Sorry to take this. The minutes kind of change from time to time, and it said something about public comment was. I don't know, accepted or, but it didn't say whether there was any public comment or not. You know, so I just wondered. I don't, or any I public, yeah. I don't think there was. So public, should it say no, no public, public comment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll make that. Okay. Oh, yeah, it sounds like yeah, it says the board heard public oh, Okay, I guess I didn't update that. Okay, sorry. No, 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 that's good. <laughs> I'm an editor. So. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. So is there a motion to approve the minutes? With that correction. I'll make a motion to approve the minutes. Okay. Second. Okay. We have a um, motion to approve and a second of the minutes. Um, how should, let's see, just uh, raise your hand, I guess, if that's uh, if approval is okay. Okay, okay good. That's good. Okay, next item is. Uh, oh, oh my God. Winter bike. I guess it took a longer way to get here because of all the lights, you know? Oh. <laughs> it was distracted. <laughs> I wish. No, no. <laughs> Just don't think. Is there any, uh, any uh, public comment on the ground? Item that is not on the agenda. I guess we don't have any on So the first item on their regular agenda is a registration report. Um, and Roger is going to talk about Thank that. you, John. Um, I just want to kind of show you, as I think I've mentioned several meetings that we've had a really uh, outstanding year for registration this year. I put together some slides that I'm going to share with you, kind of go through this presentation if I can figure this out. Share screen, and then I go to the presentation. Share the screen, and then I will make this become from the beginning. Okay, so um, this is kind of an ongoing year to year, year by year presentation. We get this little box over here. Um, 
for just a moment, I guess. We'll <laughs> down here for just a second. Okay, so yeah, there we go. We can do it like that. Um, this kind of shows you the, the trends of enrollment. Um, the top point here is 2015, 2016. This line right here, if it was to end today, this is 2023 this year. So this is the third all-time high for registrations uh, for the year. So, and then of course, these years down below, that's COVID year 2020 and 2021. Um, and I'm gonna go through some other numbers, but really the thing that we wanna look at is how we did from this year to, from last year to this year. And currently we're right here at 24,401 uh, registrations in all of 2022, we had 18,733. What, what constitutes a, reg a registration? Right, thank you. That's a very good question. And I was gonna kind of go into that a oh, little okay. bit. So like when you were enroll in a fitness class, that's one registration. So in, if you enroll in six things, that's six registrations. Okay. So we in, during the COVID years, we had some, uh, some programs like an open gym at the for the gymnastics area where people paid five dollars and they let their kid run around and burn energy um, during covid because of the contact tracing we started to have to have them register for those those programs as well so we got the data and we knew how to contact the people the other part of it is there was some cash handling uh, policies that we needed to get instituted. So we now have them registering for those classes as well. So everything gets registered through RevTrack. And that way we can kind of see what people are enrolling in regardless of oh. if it's an open gym time or a regular class. So it, to me, it's better from the data collection point of things. Um, and so this just shows you 2022 to 2023. And I, I also want to offer Lindsay opportunity to speak if there's anything that she wants to say as we go along here. And maybe Lindsay, at the very end, if you want to speak to anything, we can do it at that time. Um, but uh, really, the year has gone really well. Uh, one of the other things is, is when people enroll, like right now, they're enrolling in winter spring classes that start in yeah. January and even clear to March. Those will not, the money does not go into this year's budget. It will go in at a rate of when it starts and then it matriculates in. So it's in like a holding account, so to speak, until it's released from is the, the classes. When is the registration counted? When is the registration counted? It's well, it, it's in these numbers. I have them as part of this. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do it on an annual basis. So okay. we, we get last year's in yeah. last year. I mean, like the yeah. beginning of the, the winter spring from 2023 is part of 2022, the registration numbers. Okay. Um, and the has kind of changed over the years where the money used to come in and now we do it more proper accounting so that it's accrued at the rating when it's supposed to go in when the class starts. Is anyone blown away by 25,000 registrations? <laughs> I mean, I was like, what? And I know people on waiting lists, too. Yes. Yeah. Did you say that? This is just another graphic representation of the years. I, I like to look at it in all different forms. I'm a visual learner. So this is basically that same slideshow, that, or this slide, yeah. but it's put more in a, in a uh, 
a different format. Yes, no, go ahead. Uh, so when you're saying that since this year now we're registering people who do open, like the open gyms and the runarounds, do you know what percentage of that is of the it's part of it? I have not okay. gone that deep okay. into the dive there, but it's it's actually in the 2021 and 2022. Oh, okay, so it's been on for a few years. Okay, yes. so that increases During a COVID, genuinely good increase. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So again, let me just highlight 2014 in October, was when we opened SPL. So 2015 was a full year of SPL, the shiny new object. So that number became the, the, the high point. And then 2016 was shortly off of there. Now this drop off here, that's a very big question. I, I tried to analyze it as much as I could. Part of the problem I had was we switched enrollment systems. And so I wasn't able to do the the daily enrollment numbers that I have, I can, I've been able to start doing again. And so I've gone back and collected a lot of the data and I haven't been able to analyze exactly what happened, but again, it's in the past. So I'm really looking toward the future in terms of trying to figure out, you know, how we continue to sustain that, that, that measure. The other part of this is, is facility space. That becomes a big question at where are we at? Are we nearing capacity? And that's a number I think we need to probably look at again here um, to see where we're at from the standpoint of, because we want to maintain rental space for people, but we also have to have the programming space for classes and those types of things. So I think we're still okay on that. And Lindsay might be able to speak to that a little bit. Um, but I also have a break. This is one of my crazy ones that I really, it, it really told me a lot when I first started looking at this, when I started doing trends, because everything's cyclical. Um, this one, it, 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 it I know it, it looks like a crazy mess, but originally we had things kind of going in a, in a nice little up and down, and that's kind of the way I wanted it. But when COVID happened, you have the, the downturn here, and even this year here is a different. We started doing it by month during COVID, and then out of COVID, we've started doing this enrollment where we had winter, spring, summer, and then we did fall separate. And that's why you're seeing these little peaks here for fall. And then winter, spring, this is the winter, spring for this year. And December's down because it will continue to climb as the rest of the as the rest of the month continues here. So right now we're at uh, I'd have to I well here let me just do this for a second here I can go in and it'll actually tell me how many I have. So 776 right now for enrollment. Um, I Get back my presentation. I from the second one and from current slide. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Couldn't read. Okay, so the, these are, you know, this is going to be the new trend that we have this up and down, and then that jump up in August for the fall. Um, so it, it's just starting a new trend. And again, I had it broken down by month, so you can kind of see the, the history and the trends that we've had in enrollment um, by month. And I just want to point out, April was a very sad month of 2020 um, <laughs> when we basically shut down the whole program there. Um, but hopefully, and I'm glad that's behind us. So, uh, and then just the other months through May through August, and then current uh, September through December here. 
Roger, do these include um, sign-ups for kids' sports? Yes. So yeah. every kid who signs up for basketball is in there. Well, and the other part of that, though, Marilyn, and it's a good point, we have team registration for adults and also some of the competitive basketball. There's just one registration, but there may be 11 participants on a team or something like that. So this isn't by no means a number. This is just a registration number. And, you know, you look at it from this, I always look at it from the standpoint of we're looking at apples and oranges year to year, but there is some, some measure of understanding and that's that trend line that you look for to make sure it's making sense. So, and, and it's kind of up and down. And I think that's, I think looking at the history and knowing that we're resetting a little bit in terms of, uh, the, when we're releasing the classes are opening up registration. And I'm sorry if I say enrollment, that's a different, I'm from higher ed, that's my old background. But enrollment management is a big piece to what I do. And this is kind of the way I'm treating it. That's why I have enrollment on here. I should probably have registration, but um, my old college experience coming out of me. But that kind of just shows you the trends by month. Um, so. That's my report. Lindsay, did you have anything to, to speak to as well? Sure. Thanks, Roger. Uh, Lindsay Hart, interim director. I just wanted to add, um, you know, one thing that obviously goes hand in hand with these registration numbers is the revenue. And uh, I did want to report that we have surpassed our revenue goal for 2023, uh, which is really exciting. As you all know, we, um, you know, we started off the year um, adjusting our our numbers and and trying to be realistic and um, came up with a number that we felt was, um, you know, a goal that we could achieve. And so we had it set at about 4.49 million. And um, at the end of November, we were um, over 4.5. So we have already hit that goal and we still have another month to go. So we're feeling really good about where we're at. Just again, this goes along with uh, all the numbers that Roger just shared. So thank you for that information. Yeah. And I have numbers too, but they get really conflicting because they're, like I said, they're released in 2024. So they would really be apples and oranges. So okay, good. Um, let's move on to the. Does anybody have any other questions from the board? I don't want to make sure that. We're okay. okay, good. Thank you. Records. Yeah. Um, let's see, Lindsay. Uh, comprehensive plan update. Yes, uh, hopefully you all received the email I sent earlier today. I wanted to make sure everyone had a chance to read the uh, or see the presentation that Confluence gave last week at the City Commission meeting. Um, and so we just wanted to give just kind of a quick recap and an update this evening. But um, in general, um, I, I spoke with Confluence and um, it, it looks like the statistically valid survey will be complete by the end of the year. And so uh, we're kind of waiting on that right now. And then then the ball will really start uh, rolling at that point. Um, once we get the um, the results back, they will start digging into the findings. And then that's really going to lead to the development of their initial recommendations. Um, once that starts um, to be developed, they plan to meet with the board as well as the steering committee. Um, and they're hoping to do that um, in uh, late January or early February. Um, they want to review the results and, and start to direct uh, the recommendation for the plan. Um, they want to meet with those two groups before the second public workshop which they do have a, a goal or a kind of a tentative date of mid-February. 
Um, and uh, then they will start to put together the final recommendations uh, for the city to review by about mid-March. Uh, and so then they will bring it back to the board, um, you know, to receive a, a draft and provide comments. Um, and then it will go to the city commission for final approval uh, in uh, approximately mid-April. So that's that's pretty much where we stand. And I don't know if anyone has any uh, specific questions other than that. Um, again, there was quite a bit of information they shared at the presentation. Um, so hopefully everyone uh, can review that. Um, but if you have any follow-up questions, we're happy to answer those. Well, Lindsay, John, now Mandy and I have one. Um, can, you, can you tell us a little bit about the relationship between uh, our board, the um, the steering committee board, city commission, how, how is that playing out? How is that working? Yeah, um, and, and sort of along with the timeline that I just explained, but um, once they get the survey results completed, then the steering committee will be, uh, uh, they'll be meeting with steering committee next, and they're going to assist with the development of the, the plan as we put it into final draft form. Um, once that draft is uh, uh, complete, they're going to present it to the advisory board for comments and feedback, and then it will move okay. on to the city commission for approval. Okay, that's great. Good. Okay, any uh, comments, uh, questions, or uh, Jackie Becker. Uh, so I watched the city commission, the whole part of it, and looked at everything. And I know that former uh, Commissioner Shipley had mentioned the cemeteries. And so I just want to make sure that was an oversight. It's definitely going to be back and included in all the things that is being discussed with the plan and whatnot. It definitely seemed like a big oversight when they were discussing things with you know, the public and the commission. Yes, I, and I know, uh, I believe it was PJ uh, stepped back up to the podium during the meeting and did confirm that that cemeteries will be included. So I, I don't know, Mark, if you want to throw anything else in there, but um, yes, it will definitely be included. Yeah, Mark Ecker, System Director. So basically what we're doing is looking at what they've gathered and trying to identify anything that got missed. So there's a few parts that weren't in their inventory too. So it's a little bit of a check and balance. They said, okay, we're done. And then we go, well, except for this and this. And this. So, so it's, it's a big department when you really start to try to make a list of everything we do. So they're, they're learning with us that, wait, you forgot cemeteries or, you know, you forgot Rock Chalk Park, which they did. So oh. little things like that. Yeah. So, Have they shared anything about the comparable cities? Um, not much. Not much. Yeah, I, I'd like to see some of that information I too. Really hope so. yeah. yeah, I think that would be helpful for us. Are good. Good. You know, what was it Columbia, Bloomington, or Corvallis? I mean, that would—I'd be very interested. In yeah, I think that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Whether we're high or low, in yeah. a way. So okay. This is Marilyn Hull. At our last meeting, I think we talked about some of the difficulties with the survey that they had put out. Do we have evidence that that's been corrected? And is there follow-up social media campaign going out to sort of try to pick up people who didn't, who haven't filled it out yet? Um, they did make updates. They made it a lot easier to navigate. Um, my, what I've seen is a, a good response. People have responded to that pretty well. Um, they didn't speak about that on Tuesday, but 
Um, and then I think there are some contingencies. Yeah, we, we're, I've been, I met with Abby this morning for this afternoon and we're getting our campaign and that's a part of it as well. So you'll be seeing it in the next several weeks as well. And, and my, my question was, when are they going to be taking it down? And I know that it's through the end of the year and even into next Yeah, they year said too, through, so. basically through January, right. maybe even into February. So we'll be, we'll be running it for a while. So there's opportunities to, you know, nudge people further and say, hey, if you really want to make comment, there's, there's three methods here to do that. Well, I know the holidays are a little bit powerful too. That's why I wanted to make sure we could extend it a little further out. It's also important to mention that, and you may have seen this in social media, ETC survey has put out a public version of their statistically valid survey on on through social media. So people can go in and use that survey as well. And that's being pushed out by ETC via social media. Via your social media? No, via their social media. Exactly. Did we pick it up? I know last time we did. I think we can pick it okay. up. Yeah, I, I've what, seen it on our, I think the city has picked it up. Okay. I've seen it on our city did website. Survey. How do the people of Lawrence get they, it's, a separate, it's a separate survey, so they do it intentionally. So they have their survey that they've mailed to different, right. um, and then this is just a, a random version. They give it a different data set. No, I understand so that. Sure. I'm just trying to figure out how people, how a person like me sees ETC pop up on my social media feed. I I'm not even friends with them, or I don't follow it's them. through the city. Sorry, I didn't articulate that okay. well. Okay, okay. The city has picked it up and is promoting that as well. I got an ad for it, and I just did it. Right. It's cause, so, yeah, I think probably what they did was just like, do a uh, social media ad and you can target people in uh, a certain radius. I'm sure they just did that for Lawrence. So I just got an ad for it and I took it. So work for me. And I asked which social media? I think it was Instagram. Instagram? Yeah. I think I've seen it on Facebook and Instagram. But I think the key is the, the random the random sample. Like, yes, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the, the statistically That's bad. what I'm looking yeah. for there. If you haven't been on that pinpointing little exercise you can do, that's a really cool thing, too, because you can go in and drop a pin and say, I really think this is a great place for a dog parker. Mm -hmm. I think we need playgrounds over here. And what's cool about it is you can go in and see what everybody else has commented. You're like, oh, okay, that's interesting because people, people are all over the place. But it's getting a lot of interaction. There's golfers interacting, and there's you know people at the dog park, and then and people are throwing just throwing out ideas that I think this would be a good place for this, and, and I would encourage you all to do the same thing and just go and throw a few ideas on there. Yeah, I was kind of skeptical about that because you know there's no you don't have to it, there's no cost. I mean, it's like. Would you rather have this or this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, rather, yeah. oh, I want everything. Yeah. Oh, check all the boxes. I want gold and so. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I think the brands of some value. Okay. Um, next item. Um, Lindsay's going to bring us up to date on that director's search for director. Yes, uh, so the position has officially been posted. Um, it's on the GovHR USA website right now. Uh, and that is our uh, recruiter who's handling the process. Um, they are, uh, the city is working to get the uh, position advertised on several association websites, such as the Kansas Recreation and Park Association, the National Recreation and Park Association, Missouri Park and Rec Association, ICMA and others. So it's gonna, it's gonna be in all the usual places, um, including our 
our website and it will be promoted on social media too. Um, and the posting closes on January 8th and then interviews will begin soon after that. Um, and I just wanted to um, thank uh, the members of the board who were able to uh, provide some input and meet with the recruiting firm a few weeks ago. Thank you to those who were able to do so. Um, I have spoken with HR and um, they do plan to include a member of the advisory board um, in part of the interview process early next year. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'll pass that information on as, as they get a plan put together, but um, otherwise that is the update as of now. Good. So we will have some input into, into the search itself. That's great. And I understand that um, the director of the search is going to be Charlene Stevens. Do you know that? Yeah. Yes, I have spoken with Charlene, and then uh, I believe Joseph is uh, the other gentleman involved. Okay. Well, Charlene has an MPA from oh. KU, so she knows, <laughs> she knows Lawrence. So you tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Lindsay. Uh, Roger, board housekeeping. Right, and I didn't know how to phrase this, but I wanted to kind of, first of all, thank the boards, that, the board members that are going off after their second term today, and that's John Blazik. Uh, he's actually fulfilling seven years. Well, uh, he was part of the, the old uh, alignment where they were serving four-year terms. So he served his four-year term, and then when he re-upped, it was a three-year term. So he's had seven years of the board. So thank you, John. Thank you, John. Um, Andrea is also somebody who is finishing up. Andrea, I'm sorry, Andrea. She's finishing up her first term, and she has been reappointed for a second term. So she'll be with us for another three years. And then Amber is also um, up for renewal and she's chosen not to renew. She has other things going on in her life. So thank you for your time thank on you. the board as well. Um, and so next month, uh, I, I have kind of spoken with the, the, the former mayor and the mayor saying we need to try to get these appointments done. So they're aware and hopefully we'll be getting those appointed in the next few weeks. And then January, uh, we'll have the board uh, chair and vice chair um, nominations, and hopefully somebody will accept those nominations and vote it in for next year. Uh, at that meeting, John will preside over the full meeting, hopefully. I mean, it can be switched at that time, but it's better just to kind of keep it all the same way. And then the next meeting in February, the the new appointments of, of chair and vice chair would take place there. So um, just be thinking about if you want to serve uh, next year as chair or vice chair, if you have time to do so. And, uh, you know, that way in the meeting, when we come to that meeting, we won't, you know, people will be able to say, I have time or no time to do that. So also, oh, just Valerie, my question, um, are there candidates in the next candidates in the pipeline for the city to approve or should we encourage people to? Well, I always I always encourage people to apply okay. regardless of if there's, you know, um, enough in there or not. I never know. Mm -hmm. We don't see it. So, uh, 
you know, and we do have people that leave midterm as well. So it's always good to have a, a group of people that, that the mayor can can I select. Think too, you know, if you if you know somebody, given where we're headed, parks, rec, arts, and culture, if you know somebody who you think might really make a contribution to the integration of that, I think encourage them. All they have to do is fill out the form on the uh, on the on, on the city's on the city's websites where it says boards and commissions, and I've done that with a person from the health department. Someone see if we can get a connection there. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. So I I encourage anyone if you have people in mind. Okay. All right. So uh, let's see other concerns of other board members. Or other concerns of board members. <laughs> I don't have any concerns, but the lights look fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've gotten so many compliments this year. It's have you? Great. Yeah. It's it's really honestly different than we've had in the past. It's just it seems like people are just like, wow. Yeah. Really cool. Well, did you add the red? Yeah, we yeah. well we changed the mid blocks so those used to okay. be multicolored so now yeah. they're green so we had red before but the red and green really pops and the big blue tree at Carnegie Building's got a lot of compliments too and then this tree right up here I like it yeah, a lot of people and then the town center yeah with the twinkly lights on town center it's got a lot of compliments so who who I know you guys put them up who actually does do you guys get together and Talk about design, how we... Yeah, it's kind of funny. I'm involved with some of it, and then the forestry guys like to surprise me on things. So, <laughs> so sometimes I'll go, you'll see. And like, All right, have at it. Let's see what you got. So this one was, just, this was a surprise. Oh, they, they ordered different lights, and it's like, okay, you're going to love this. Like, All right, let's see what you got. Oh, I bet they really like that. They, it, I think they enjoyed surprising yeah. me. Uh, yeah, I went by the train park, and I saw the... Spinning wheels. <laughs> so that was the lifelong goal of Ernie Shaw, our previous, previous director. He's like, you got to make the wheels spin. Uh -huh. like, okay, we got it. Ernie's wheel. We finally got the technology to make it happen. Yeah, I took a video uh, driving down. Driving down. A lot of people have. I've seen yeah, a lot yeah. of people. I put it on <laughs> Facebook. And it's kind of cool. Hopefully they're not trying to hang out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, what's happening with the skate park? Yeah, actually, I was just going to talk about that. Um, it's going to be, I've talked to, I have friends with Ben Havlock, the guy who does Evergreen, uh, the people who are doing the park, and they're going to be done and cleared out by January 5th. So it's the addition in that south side is kind of like the final like addition to Centennial and uh yeah it's, it should be done here soon and do you like it yeah the um the design looks really good and like it's looking like it's gonna flow really well so uh pretty excited about it you think people are looking forward to it oh yeah for sure I mean oh, yeah I think also just because I mean there's just been an empty space back there for a while so it's like and the park has never been like fully complete since the remodel. So like it's finally done. I think people are really excited about that. And yeah. It's good to hear. It's really good to hear. We were actually gonna ask about do we want to do a ribbon cutting? Yeah, I think right. we'll we will. Yeah. Uh hopefully we have a random nice day in January yeah. through that. 
clear the snow and yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, no we definitely need to do that cool because we actually had to go in and revamp some of the existing ramps because the concrete wasn't right. in great shape so <laughs> better change order to kind of replace some of the existing okay let's uh, let's move on let's see uh porter you have uh I don't have anything significant to report, but I did get new photos today of the artwork, the public art that's at the transit facility. So I thought I would bring that to your awareness. Um, the interior shot is so when you're driving on Bob Billings, those two northwest facing windows that face the street are done by this glass artist, Tyler. Um, um, Kimball, gosh, I totally went out of my head. Um, so that's an interior shot of what it looks like inside during the day with the light coming in, which is beautiful. Those circles in the front are actually bike racks. Mm -hmm. So people bring their bike racks in and they have this beautiful view there. Um, on the middle, the lower slide are the three light towers that Tyler created um, that are outside and sort of lead you from the facility out to the where the buses will be picking people up and dropping people off. And then the smaller image is a um, renderings. I don't have images yet of the chandelier that he made that goes in that same space as the windows um, that you see on top. Uh, Derek actually took that drone photo of the facility a, a couple weeks ago. So that's what the facility looks like from above. If you scroll down, there's information about the artwork and the artist. And another, oh, go back up. What's nice about this shot is it shows a person. So it gives you a sense of scale. They're pretty massive, <clears throat> light towers. And then if you scroll down, that's the view from Bob Billings as you pass by. Great shot oh, in nice. detail. And then this is actually Tyler working uh -huh. um, on some of the project. And this is available online, so people can take a look at this. I'm just Where are mine? Um, I'll send you all the link. It's under Public Art and the Cultural yeah. Arts Commission. Would you do that? It's on the webpage, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, if you guys want to share that, it really is. It's beautiful. It's a yeah. wonderful example of when public art really is integrated into a facility uh, and it's the facility so much. <laughs> so I'm very pleased with this. Great. Good. Okay. Um, Parks and facilities update? Sure. A lot of things going on. Uh, one thing that's upcoming this Wednesday we're having a public meeting for the Lawrence Loop section from 7th Street to Constant. So that's the around City Hall. There's been quite a bit of public comments about it. So we have a design firm on now. So this is a public interaction where we're going to say, okay, here's all the potentials. What's most interesting to you? They're going to take that information, take it through the steering committee that's associated with that group. And then we'll be writing a raise grant in January. So trying to come up with the whatever $25 million will buy bridge trail project. So that's coming up uh, this December 13th, four to six of the Carnegie building, if you want to come out. And Jackie is the one serving on that uh, committee yeah. before. So yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. After tomorrow or something? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. I'm coming as soon as my just food board meeting's done. I'll sprint over there. So. Hopefully we have a lot of people attending. Yeah. We've kind of pushed it out. So we'll see what happens. Uh, little other things, not little. Uh, Dog Park Electric project is finally done. This is a project we've been working on for about a year to bring power all the way down the road to the dog park. Mm -hmm. That'll allow us to do a lot of different things with restrooms and shelters and things where we haven't had power down there before. Oh. So that's gonna, that's a big improvement that we've been working on for a long time. Well, people can charge their phones when they're out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why we did. All the lights. Oh. 
Oh, you do that. <laughs> oh, that would be beautiful. Um, Science Park, if you haven't been by there, the playground's in and all, everything's ready except for the rubber surfacing. So that's all we're waiting for is the surfacing. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll get that project completely done. So then we'll have the playground and the splash pad. And then the last phase is the shelter, which is in next year's budget. So we're starting to design that piece. So it's going to be kind of a complete renovation of that whole park yeah. area over a couple of year periods. So um, Eagle Bend, the pump station is in and on site. It's not functioning yet. So this is the irrigation pump station. The original was when the golf course was built 20 some years ago. So it's replacing the whole system that irrigates the golf course. Huge deal. And we've been working again, working on it for three years, I think, to get it in there. So that's going to be a huge improvement that no one will notice, but <laughs> it'll be very functional. So that, that's kind of a fun thing. Um, and that's honest, that's almost a million dollar project that, to get that in there. Holiday Lights is going to mention, you already mentioned that. And then the skate park construction was the other thing. That's a $225,000 project. We're doing that in skate park plus change orders. So we're pushing around two fifty dollars on that one. It's going to be pretty cool when it's done. I mean, I haven't been up there this week, but they're they're progressing rather quickly. So Yeah, they got everything dug out and like framing in place. I think they really just need to like pour concrete or something. shape it, yeah. Good. Good. So lots of exciting stuff going on. Seems like we don't have a break period anymore. <laughs> We've been cleaning up leaves in South Park, which has been like a week-long project. So there's a lot of leaves out of there. Especially the sycamore leaves. Yes. That, this street right here That's the dropped. It was like, holy cow, you can't walk on the sidewalk. Let's see, Lindsay, uh, recreation report. Yeah, so I don't have anything uh, in addition to report for the uh, recreation side of things. Hopefully you're all able to read the uh, report that we submitted. But uh, kind of like Mark said, you know, there's there's no downtime for us even through the holidays. So, um, you know, I'd really just like to thank our staff for working hard all the way up through the end of the year. We have a lot of camps and programs that um, yeah. happen during winter break. So um, it's, it's definitely a busy time for us. And, um, you know, everybody's just been doing a great job. So um, nothing in addition to report for the rec side of things. And unless anybody has any questions, I can go on to the director's report, um, which to say, I don't have anything in addition to report there either, but uh, I, I did just wanna, I, I did want to take this time to um, just, you know, share my appreciation to John and Amber um, for the time and dedication that they've given to the board. Um, and, you know, I just want to individually thank each of you for supporting the Parks and Rec Department. So we really appreciate everything you've done for us. That's good. Okay. Um, let's see. Our next uh, meeting is January 8th. Okay. And... Um, any any other business, anybody? Uh, motion to adjourn. I move we adjourn. Second. Second. Okay. <laughs> Been moved and seconded that we adjourn our meeting. All in favor, raise your hand. Okay. Thank you. Very impressive. And that tree is still there. Yeah. Now it. Um, Jeez, boy, the, 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 is there like parking there?